0: Hi guys, I'm Priscilla and I'm Jess. We're two long-time friends aka besties and the hosts of Popcorn for Dinner's new film podcast is This Cinema. Every week Jess and I, along with some friends from Popcorn for Dinner and beyond Popcorn for Dinner, are going to be discussing all the latest film releases. Yeah and we'll also be doing some blind debates where we'll be foolishly given topics to debate live on air without any prep time. Okay. Intense movie and filmmaker drafts. Top five of our best actors and honestly whatever fun ideas we're pretty much dumb enough to try so please subscribe on all podcast platforms and come and join us at the movies as we try to investigate just what is cinema bye guys bye
1: Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. The podcast where we are mourning all our favourite shows. Today we're talking about the series, the series finale of HBO's Barry. And joining me one final time talking about this show is back from another audition for The Mask Collector. Guys, it's Jeremiah. Hey guys, yeah, Gemma, I, I have hope for you. I think you can get that one black guy in the acting class. I think <laughs> I wrote but yeah, no one, one last time for Barry. Wow, it, it's been a good run. Been a good run. It's been a great run, actually. I think I think it's been a top tier run. Um, yeah, we're talking about Barry season finale, series finale, and that's because we've we've approached it, we've arrived at it, the week I've been dreading for three months. It's it's finale week. Alright, so, most likely if you listen to this, our episode on Succession finale would also be on the podcast already, the podcast feed, so please check that out. Um, Jeremy, have you seen Succession? Have you seen the finale?
0: no um i start i've seen up. like the first 20 minutes but like oh i was just too tired like i kept like you know what's funny i i tried to stay up because i told you i went to a festival yesterday so i tried to stay up to watch succession and literally like five minutes before it aired i fell asleep so when i woke up this morning i was thinking should i watch succession first? but i saw it was an hour and a half and we have barry to record so i decided to watch barry first um so i've seen like 20 minutes of succession then i fell asleep again because i was just
1: so tired today I can't believe you're watching. You're watching the show in, in parts. I'm
0: um, no. I'm going to watch the whole thing because, like, I was. I was too sleepy. I'm going to watch the whole thing, like from beginning.
1: <laughs> you better. Uh, speaking of finales, our Yellow Jacket episode on the season two finales is now out on the feed. Please check that out as well if you watch the show. The Ted Lasso finale will be back later this week mm. on Friday, the season three and probably the series finale with Chinedu and Emmanuel. We may have a special guest for that. We'll see. And Finale is Love and Death. If you watched the Elizabeth Olsen True Crime show, the finale of that aired last week, and our episode on that is also up. Speaking of things that aired last week, uh Plus released their new show, No Escape, on Paramount Plus in the UK. I'm not sure where it's. I think it's out internationally. I'm not sure yet. Anyways, I got to speak with the stars of that show, Abigail Laurie and Rian Beretto, and it was a very, very nice very cool. and interesting conversation, so please check that out. Um we talk about Barry? One final time. So this is Barry Season 4, Episode 8, titled, Wow! (laughs) Written and directed by series co-creator Bill Hader, and it's the series finale. Give me your one-sentence reaction to this episode. Wow. Fair enough, okay. (laughs) Wow. Okay, fair enough. Um, I I asked for that because during the episode, literally at the end... I remember I said it out loud. I was like, wow, what a dark ending. <laughs> like, the, the ending is just so, to me, it's just so dark. And I guess we'll talk about that later as we go on. Um, but we're going to start, I want to start with Hank and Fuchs. I want to start with, with those guys, and know we'll go to the rest a bit later. Um, the episode picks off kind of where last week's episode ended. So Hank calls Fuchs and let him know that he has Barry, or he will have Barry because he has Sally and John as mm-hmm. bait. Um and then no Hank says something to Sally, which is just uh, he says to her, Let me guess, you were in a bad place. And this is about her coming to LA. You were in a bad place and you felt like he was the only one who could help you. And it's just it just reminds you that everyone feels safe around Barry, which is why they keep coming to him. Like obviously yeah. Sally said it flat out earlier in the season that but even beginning of the season when Hank is like having the Nightmare about what happened in, in Bolivia. What does he see? He sees Barry in this prison in the jail cell he he's like, Oh, how do we get out of this? Just yeah, just like Barry has this thing of making people feel safe. And obviously it's the abuser thing where the abuser makes you feel like you only be safe around them and that you have to keep coming back to them. So it's like, oh yeah. They're not it's not the same kind of love, but like Hank knows what Sally's feeling, and Hank knows why Sally will be indebted to Barry or so intertwined with Barry. And I just I just thought that was a, just a very nice line. Um and then we're led to the, the face-off, the Reservoir Dogs-style face-off between Hank's very well-dressed gang. I didn't realize how well-dressed his gang was until we saw them in the wide. I was like, oh, when you compare them to, like, the Ravens gang, I'm like, oh, like, his second-in-command, is dressed like him, like floral shirts, blazer mm-hmm. and trousers. Like, you have somebody that was wearing, like, a coat. Like, I can't even describe the jacket he was wearing with the gun underneath. I was like, oh, you guys are actually Hank's men, aren't you? <laughs> You're all um, cut from the same cloth, literally. Anyway, so First. we then move to Fuchs trying to... They have a bit of a conversation, a great scene back and forth, and Fuchs tries to get Hank to admit to killing Cristobal. Uh, he even says that if he just admits it, he'll walk away, and he, um, Hank will never see Fuchs again. What, what do you think of this scene? What do you think of this, in this conversation between Fuchs and Hank in the, the back and forth before the guns start firing? <coughs> Before
0: the the gun stuff happened, right?
1: Um, Mm -hmm. the whole episode feels like,
0: you know, all the characters are going through these final tests and Fuchs, in his own way, offers Hank some sort of final lifeline. Mm -hmm. And for a second, you almost think, you know, it's that finale where the characters all drop their delusions, like people are saying, and they sort of try to embrace who they are, which is what, like, Fuchs literally just said he is he's doing like he's Mm -hmm. he's accepted Mm -hmm. who he is and he's living that way and he wants hank to do the same but then hank is like no he decides nope i'm still gonna fight i'm still gonna prove that i am you know better or whatever the case may be i'm 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 still gonna prove that but instead of just going on with the accepting that he did set up and you know he he was part of the organization that killed christopher it wasn't their enemies it was him um mm-hmm. He still decides to deny that and then almost kind of starts, or it looks like he was about to start the shootout himself, but obviously Fuchs be him to that. Like, it just reinforces that theme that those who still choose, you know, to continue being bad will ultimately meet a certain end.
1: Yeah. um Anthony Carrigan has a line in an interview I was reading just before we recorded, where he's like, if you live the life of a gangster, you get the death of a gangster, right? <laughs> and it's kind of what we've seen. We've, breaking bad shows like that ozark shows that like the ending if you're going to live that life we we've discussed it like maybe there's only so many endings somebody like that could have right Mm. it's either you're going to lose everyone around you or you're going to lose yourself either literally or figuratively maybe it's like you won by what cost is like so it's like either you die or something inside you dies, or everyone around you dies, but like, really there are only so many endings to something like that. Yeah, so I remember when Fuchs was giving this like, mini cellular I was like, huh, he's basically saying what the characters have gone through in the last eight years. It has to to hang, he's like, admit that you were scared, that you hate yourself, and then there are some days that you don't think you deserve to live, and the only thing that you make you forget is by being someone else. And like, Fuchs basically became the Raven. He's someone else. Hank became this kind of like outwardly facing um, businessman CEO uh-huh. who has all these under dealings um, underneath. You have Barry and Sally who are now um, Carl and I can't remember what Sally's name was. Anyway,
0: um, Emily, I think
1: yeah. Emily. Is it something? Like that? Anyway, it but they are all they are living. They are all living this like this new life. Like they're mm-hmm. all trying to be someone else to avoid. It, it's kind of like the biggest state of denial and i was like oh yeah and in a way fuchs is the only one who's like you mentioned earlier he's the only one who's who knows who he is and Mm -hmm. he's accepted it and he's like yeah i don't know even even gene gene i mean we'll talk about gene obviously but gene went away for eight years thinking he had found this enlightenment and that he was now a quote unquote good person and then at the first sign of fame or whatever he reverts and it's like oh like, you guys were... Oh, everybody was just living their, this kind of fake life because they didn't want to, to confront the truth and what they really were. Um, yeah, and then, like you said, there's a point where we think that um, Hank is going to do it. And he says to... I wrote down the back and forth because I just thought the scene was just so good. So Hank says, he was the love of my life. Fugue says, I know. It wasn't supposed to happen. It never is. Mm. I just wanted to be safe. We all do. Again, that word, safe. That word, safe... It's, Really, really, really playing a subtle um lead role in like but that 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 search of safety, is like what do you actually do? What how far would you go to, to find something that, that makes you safe or makes you feel safe? Mm-hmm. Um But Hank doesn't go all the way and I don't know. I don't know. Part of I think this I would like to know what you think. I think this can be interpreted in maybe one of two ways. It could be that he doesn't want to give Fuchs the satisfaction and he wants to actually protect this son, John. Sorry, this boy, John. Or maybe he just again cannot break that barrier. He can't like go all the way and confess that he killed Cristobal. So what does he do? He tells Fuchs to fuck go fuck himself. What What do you think? What do you think goes through Hank's mind in that moment? Like why does he not go all the way? Why, why does he not say what Fuchs wants him to say? I'm not entirely sure, but I think I'm more
0: leaning towards the can't give Fuchs that satisfaction because he himself within himself has not accepted. So it, it'd be like he could say it. Just to say it and Mm -hmm. let Fuchs go and there'll be peace or whatever. But if he says that, is he accepting it within himself? Um, and believing it, which he doesn't. Um, or I guess he's not ready to accept in a sense. Um, unlike a lot of characters, um, some of them are, some of them are ready to accept what they've done. Others are not. And Hank is one of those who isn't. Um, and so if confessing that means accepting that that's who he is, he clearly isn't ready for that i don't think it's a thing of um i'm gonna save the boy from fuchs because mm. if the boy was the concern like whether he said it or not he could still protect the boy um that's
1: true that's actually a good point you're right like the, him saying is i've been the would have been the good thing to protect the boy like because then fuchs are just gone away so yeah it's more of a selfish decision than than an altruistic one yeah yeah that's it that's a uh, yeah Because, yeah, because I felt like it was one of those two things and I wasn't really sure where I was leaning to, but I think your explanation kind of makes sense. And obviously, we see that shot of him pulling John back in, kind of like, again, that could be under his protection or under his supervision and control. Yeah, control. Lean more more towards, yeah, control and supervision. Um, Yeah, so he tells Fuchs to go fuck himself and that leads to, like I alluded to earlier, the reservoir dogs kind of style of... A shootout where basically everyone dies um, Fuchs jumps on well we mentioned that Fuchs shoots Chris, um, Hank before all of this, mm. well Fuchs jumps on John to protect John and then Sally runs and to hide behind your pillar and then Barry who we'll talk about properly in a second arrives at this scene um, after everything is done and it's just like it's, it's, it's the beauty of this show it's like we, I think we talked about it at some, point, some points last season where just like the show could actually exist without Barry yeah. Like everyone is kind of like intertwined because of Barry, but at some points the show could exist without Barry. Because like now, Barry, who is the eponymous character of this show, arrives to the big um gunfight yeah. of the series finale with his own guns. But by the time he comes, the gunfight is over. That's that's actually kind of weirdly like I was like, oh, that's that's a thing that happened. But yeah, so Fuchs then delivers John to to Barry, who has arrived ready for for a war. And they share a wordless exchange, and then Fuchs returns to the darkness, which if you, if anyone who's paying attention, Bill Hader has kind of used that darkness a few times, especially in the mm. last two seasons, very warm. First time I remember was when, after Sally <laughs> Sally has the whole Contgate speech, and then her agent is dropping her, and she's going about on this rant and saying stuff. I'm saying how the agent doesn't really care about her, and then you can just see her slowly walk back into the darkness and yeah. not to visualize that she's becoming just the worst person Because like obviously the next time we see her she's she's plotting to kill her ex-friend and eventually does kill someone that was her going into the darkness and then this season we see barry step out of that darkness when he's trying when he's at sally's apartment before they can hmm. escape into eight years into the future and then this episode we obviously like i just mentioned fuchs walks into the darkness walks back into the darkness so i think that was probably like this is it, right? Like, there's no turning back for Fuchs. He's the Raven now. He's gonna mm. be a crime lord. He's probably gonna die in some shootout. Event- in okay, that gives me time. a better
0: ending for Fuchs than I was feeling at first. Because I was like, there's no way Fuchs did get a redemption story or happy ending. Oh no! Like, no, like he he accepted that it was the Raven. As soon, as, even as I was saying, it, I was like, yeah. So he's accepted that he's evil. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. that kind of reinforces that in a way that makes sense. Cause like him just, him and Barry exchanging a look is like, is there, is all forgiven here? Like that doesn't make, you know?
1: Well, no, I th- oh I think all is forgiven between them. Yeah, but, I but like, he's re- I don't think exactly. he's
0: That's what I mean. Yeah. Like it's not like if it was some sort of redemption in that, if that was the meaning, then it would have been weird. But like when you pick up that theme of walking back and out of darkness, um, mm-hmm. then yes, um, it makes sense. Um, yeah.
1: I so I rewatched the pilot last night. Okay, and the biggest the biggest thing for me from watching that pilot is that I forgot. I completely forgot that Barry doesn't kill Ryan Madison. Oh yeah, when I was rewatching I as well, I completely yeah. forgot that. I was like, so like all of this really, is, like he did really start it. Like he's not. He wasn't really him that like, killed. It was the Chechens. It was Hank and everyone else. Anyway, but something that they mentioned in that pilot and they said obviously. Episodes after is how Barry describes Fuchs in that monologue to Gene. To he says, he was a friend of my dad's, basically an uncle to me, right? And he's known him since, since mm. Barry was seven. Obviously, we see that scene this, uh, this season. And I was just thinking, when he was delivering John to Barry, I was just thinking, like, that was, that's who he is again to John, if that makes sense. Like, obviously I don't think he's going to find John in 20 years time and, and make him an, an assassin because if he Let's does, he'll let us know his his workout routine. But no, because like, <laughs> right. what has he done? It's a friend, is a friend of John's father has saved him, right? Has like, it's like, he's almost playing that role again for Barry Jr. quote unquote. I just, I just thought I was like, huh? I was like, hmm. Interesting. But, yeah, I don't think... No, I definitely don't think Fuchs is being redemptive or having a redemptive arc. I think he was just... I think the thing that is constant about Fuchs, Fuchs the raving, whatever, is that he loves Barry, right? And everything that's ever happened, that he's ever done, was because he felt slighted by Barry. He felt hurt by Barry, right? Mm. Uh, he felt like Barry was leaving him for Gene, or Barry thought he was better than this, and Barry was going to go to acting instead of killing. Like Everything he ever did everything was because he... <laughs> was because he loved he loved Barry and I think that love for Barry is like it's just constant it's there like I think actually that is a good let me ask you this question when do you think Fuchs decided that he was going to save John
0: ooh that's a great question because now I'm thinking I was convinced he was like I didn't think he would kill John obviously but when Mm -hmm. he saw John at the bathtub I was convinced he saw that as oh this is serious like Barry will come because I know Barry, mm-hmm. Barry will come. But at that time, I didn't consider was he coming to save them? Because in my head, he was coming to kill Barry. Um, mm-hmm. I think the obvious answer for me first would have been like, yeah, like right when he knew there was a shootout about to happen, he jumped there and he's like, yeah, like the boy needs to be protected. But clearly from the beginning, um, for him to have done that, he must have cared for the boy a little bit. So he definitely mm-hmm. wouldn't have let anything happen to John. Um, so in, in, in a sense, it could have been as early as when he saw him on FaceTime, but I think it's more when he got down to Noah Baal and he's like, okay, but where's the boy? Um, mm. not just Sally. Cause at that point, it's like, I'm going to take them both. And then whatever I do to Barry is within my control. But also, I'm not gonna let anything happen, or maybe, maybe I won't necessarily let anything happen to the boy, cause the boy is innocent and in all this. Um, and maybe he would have played the father figure role again if Barry and Sally died, for instance, and John survived or whatever. It, it might have just been in his head, but then instinctively, once the shootout dropped that love for Barry and love for, in a sense, an extension of Barry, like maybe, maybe young John reminds him of young Barry as well. Who knows? Like maybe it was like, when he was introduced to Young Barry, that scene where his where um, Barry comes and meets Fuchs for the first time, maybe he had like a moment like that again, and mm-hmm. he decided, nope, I'm gonna do it right this time, or whatever. I have no idea, but I, I'd, I yeah, it, it's an interesting question to think about. Um, yeah, but I feel I like mean, it was more instinctive.
1: Okay, so I I read it as there are two options. Either like you mentioned, maybe he sees him on FaceTime, or when he comes to the headquarters and sees him in person. This might be an overly romantic um, view on it, but I think the moment he sees John, he kind of uh, sheds all hatred for Barry and doesn't want to kill Barry anymore. I think he sees John and it's almost like John is bigger than his feud with Barry. Mm. Like he sees John and he's like, okay, I want to end this. I want to have, I want John, I want Barry to be with John. Like, I think he sees silence, like whatever, like. Ugh, okay that's just that's just the person but then he sees john as like oh is that his son like that's someone that that's someone that could change things that's someone that could i, I do know it's a very romantic but i do think like i think there is evidence for it in the text i think it makes
0: sense because yeah. then he sees john and then him and hank are still having their little back and forth and then all of a sudden he's like okay i'll tell you what or i'm paraphrasing here but then all of a sudden he's mm-hmm. like okay fine um new deal we go like you just admit what you did and will go away forever. Like, you won't, there won't be any war here. Just admit what you mm-hmm. did. Like, offering them away. And maybe that's also partly because it's like, okay, I'm going to take them off your hands. We're going to be done with our business. But I'm not actually going to kill Barry. It could have been there. Who knows?
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, I, in the end, he obviously delivers John to to Barry. And oh. Hank dies. What, how do you feel? Your favorite character oh my God. dying in the, in the bronze hands of his lover. I mean... His boyfriend, of his love of his life. It was his
0: own doing. It's mm-hmm. sad to see him go. Um, some someone described it as anticlimactic, and a thing I saw, and I kind of get that, but at the same time, I don't know. It just well, it was anticlimactic, like him dying. Like yeah, like the way. I don't know if you're supposed to go down in some kind of blaze of glory, like yeah, exploding like tanks, tanks or something. Be, exactly because or, it's
1: like, what. Yeah, but
0: I don't know. Um, you feel bad for him because yes fuchs killed him kind of in cold blood but he did try to he did try to kill fuchs it's like what you were saying you live the life of a gangster mm-hmm. you get the death the death of a gangster mm-hmm. which sometimes could be literally just someone just blasting you with no regard like um and then he's there holding on to this idea of christopher that he still has as he goes away whether that's mm-hmm. him Acknowledging what he did and being okay with the fact that he's going to be with Crystal Ball if he believes in any kind of afterlife, or still holding on to his delusion and kind of dying in the belief that he loves Crystal Ball and did what he did to feel safe and to protect himself from Crystal Ball. Whatever that is, it's just like it. It's sad to say goodbye to Hank, but like you said, with the way he lived, it was bound to happen. Like, how many shootouts and things has he just kind of escaped like (laughs) this? Like,
1: come on. (laughs) um in that interview i mentioned about with anthony carrigan he says something that i just really thought was i really liked he says uh, in because they asked him what do you think happens in that last moment because mm. there's a kind of shift in in hank's eyes and like he thinks that in that moment that hank kind of sees the life that he could have had with obviously he's holding Cristobal, and like the life he could have had with Cristobal if certain decisions were not made and i think that's just that's that's a nice in in nice thoughts mm. um I think dying in a series finale would be incredible. I would love that if I was an actor. Like, the only thing that that doesn't give you is like a chance for a spin-off or mm. a, a sequel or whatever. But like, I, if you die in like the second episode of the final season, that's a bit, Ah, uh, I wanted to have more time with like yeah. with the, with my friends. Right? But if you die in a series finale, I'm like, yes, give it to me, give me that death, give me that big death in the series finale. And uh-huh. I think about a series finale, you think about me dying. I, I don't know, I would really like that as an actor. Uh-huh.
0: Or you can just live and continue and have a happy, happily ever after if that exists.
1: Mm. Mm, yeah, I mean, I guess because of what show we're what mm. in. Um, okay, so let's go to Barry, Sally, John and Jean. Um, so Barry, in probably the funniest sequence of, of the episode, goes to pick up guns at... Uh, <laughs> and then he's walking out of the, the store and he's, oh, this is just, it's just funny. I don't know. Um, there's a longer version of the joke they, they did a couple of episodes back so I really just like that. Mm. Um, Sally and John have an incredible scene in which Sally says to him after saying some other things she's like, she says that Barry's a murderer and then she says, I'm a murderer too. I killed a man and I deserve whatever happens to me but you don't. You're a good person. Blah, 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 blah. And I feel like that is The only piece of genuine like remorse in four seasons of this show. In thirty-two episodes, I don't think anyone has felt genuine remorse till that moment. I think Sally means what she's saying and she feels what she said. It might be induced because she thinks she's about to die. I don't know, or she thinks about something's about to die. But like in that moment, she's Contrite. Well I mean, what do you think of, of that scene with between John and, and Sally?
0: No, I agree. Um it's a big moment for both of them because you can see how they end up like f- following on from there. Like I mentioned earlier that some characters accept um their decisions and the consequences of it and others don't. Sally is one mm-hmm. of the few who through her like the PTSD she's been experiencing throughout the season, she sort of accepts it and resolves to be better. Um because she does say You know i'm a bad mom um but she does take up the mantle from then on to Mm. hopefully from what we can see hopefully be better um and she even tries to bring barry in on that as well like barry we have to stop this like running away and like letting people suffer for our decisions you should go turn yourself in and you can see how disappointed she is in his reaction in the way she turns away from him that's another scene i guess we would have gotten to later and then but yeah like i feel like that scene that you mentioned is just like that that's it that's the moment for sally like all these characters are getting through all these moments and then they're realizing Mm -hmm. either they accept who they are or they don't but like yeah unlike hank sally goes the opposite way where she decides this isn't like let me be let me start by being honest with john at the very least um because he's probably confused and terrified out of his mind he doesn't understand why there are gunmen um out to get us and calling his mother sally um so i'm just going to tell you the truth and that's another question that we have for john as well like when he's watching the movie like how much truth do you think sally has told him
1: well yeah i mean well let's we'll, we'll definitely talk about that towards at the end of the episode Um, Before I go on, I should probably mention that um, early in the episode, we see that the DA and Jim Moss have have gone public with their theory Mm. that Gene was the mastermind of everything, Um, (laughs) following on from... I mean, obviously, I stand by what I said last week, where I was like, he's the architect of his own downfall. But because of how things ended up in this episode, I do feel a bit sorry for him, because I I didn't think it was going to go that far. Like, (laughs) Like, I thought it was his fault that he got caught and everything was being pinned on him but i definitely thought that i don't know i thought there thought was a way out but we'll talk about that in a second um yeah so sally sees that gene is being blamed for for janice's murder and like you mentioned she tells she tells barry to turn himself in and there's a moment where, where oh my god there was actually some like i burst out laughing so many times this episode <laughs> wow. so there's a point where barry bill Hader says yeah and in my head i'm like is that the show we're doing like, are we doing the show where he, like, he goes to to turn himself in, right? Like, just after one conversation. Like, is that actually what we're doing? And then and then he goes, yeah, I don't think that's what God wants for me. I went in there tonight, prepared to die, and for some reason he spared me. Honey, I've been redeemed.
0: I'm crying, yeah.
1: And I was, I was reading the New York Times review of the finale, and then the, again, obviously, no free ads, but sometimes you have to, I don't want to play better freer than plagiarize. And he said, the reviewer says, uh, Barry sees redemption as a mechanical process. You follow the steps, you make some payments, and then you get the result, mm. rather than in, an internal struggle. Right? He's like, you do this and you get this. And I mean, we, let's go to the prayer, because obviously I, I had to write it down. He says, Lord, I'm going to die tonight. I'm crying. Please give me the strength to sacrifice myself so that my son can live a long and pious life. Pause. And I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe those podcasts have been working. Maybe he's actually like, because he's actually a good prayer. He's like, I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do now. Like, maybe I deserve it, but just I hope that I sacrifice myself and it's worth it. And then John Mm -hmm. lives a life. And then he follows it up with, and that by doing this, all my sins will be washed away. And I'll be redeemed in your eyes, and I'll be able to sit next to you in my rightful place in the kingdom of heaven for all of eternity. Amen
0: I mean it it's is so the hope. funny it's the hope, but it's also the like yeah like you, like like you said it, it's an internal struggle. you can't just determine like okay, I'm going to do this one thing mm-hmm. in exchange for that
1: for, is it let me just kill myself here for eternal I'm just it, it's how like it, you can tell that Barry has i mean this is a constant thread between him and, and fuchs throughout the show but like barry has listened to to scriptures to the word all that stuff because he's saying the right things but he's got the wrong lessons does that make sense like he's saying like what, yeah. what does he say like that is like a good prayer it's just the way i reach here. like what is and by doing this all my sins will be washed away and i will be redeemed in your eyes and I would sit next to you in my rightful place in the kingdom of heaven for all of eternity. Amen. That's someone that has listened to, to sermons. Like, he didn't just, like, over it. He listened to what mm-hmm. the preacher was saying, but then he got the wrong either approach or lessons or meaning or whatever, and then he's arrived at this part. It's just, yeah, I don't know. But the New York Times reviewer, where he said it was just perfect, was like, yes, he believes that you do this, you get this, and not... The internal struggle of of being contrite, of of owning up to your sin. What does she say? I think Sally says the only way you can be redeemed is by owning up to it, right? And I'm yeah, can quite to it is by, by turning yourself in. And he doesn't want to do all of that. He, it's it's much easier for him to like have actual physical steps for him to do than for him to have to actually like be introspective and think and like discuss emotions and stuff like that. He, yeah, Barry doesn't want to do that at all. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I thought that whole thing was just really good. I mean, we knew that, like, Barry was using or was trying to use religion as a way to absorb himself of his scenes, right? Mm. And this is the kind of the clearest example we've we've got so far. I just want to quickly, quickly, filmmaking nerd bit, just praise Bill Hader's use of of very minimal setups. Like, the scene between Sally and John, it's one shot of John's face and then it's another shot of just from behind John's shoulder. And the entire scene plays out like that. Like, some other some other shows would have, like, a scene from... Because Sally was obviously backing John. So you could have a scene on Sally's face with John in the background and then from John's shoulder and maybe a wide. And then you're cutting and cutting and cutting. But here, yeah, it's just one shot. The entire thing runs through. Sally turns around and faces the camera. It's just like, we get the entire thing. We don't move. We just get the... I just really like that. And then yeah. even when Barry wakes up to see that Sally has left the camera is in one spot for that entire scene and in that one spot we see Bill Hader's face Barry's face we see his confusion we see when he stands up and then the bed is empty we see him go outside and like so that just that one setup covers everything instead of four or five cuts and so anyway that was just a bit of yeah I just thought that was like because you can be expansive and stylish when you want to be but then when you can just do something in the smallest possible way that's also very nice as well um but yeah, as I mentioned, Barry's looking for Sally and, Jean, Sally and John. And okay, before we go to him going to Gene's house to look for, for them, do you have any other thoughts up to that point that we haven't Let's touched
0: see. on? Um, uh, one thing mm-hmm. I did notice when you were talking about people going public, I guess, oh, actually, I guess I, I saw this more in the scene we're about to get to, which is when um, we meet up in Jean's house again. Um, mm-hmm. Because I noticed that the story that the DA mentioned that i was so like appalled by because like how could you have this theory leo is right there Mm -hmm. leo believes it (laughs) like have you believed that because now i'm questioning have you believed that for the last eight years and if so why were you so forgiven or Mm -hmm. was it when the da realized da said that they were like oh like i they, they're probably never going to answer that question. But for me, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm struggling to believe that Leo thinks that that's why Gene shot him.
1: So he doesn't have to, I was thinking about this as well, because obviously you had such a big problem with it last week. He doesn't, I don't think he has to think it for him to, hmm, no, I don't think he has to believe it for him to think it, if that makes any sense. Like, I think he might, maybe he was like, oh, wait, that could actually be the truth. Mm. Or also, he could just be like, this is the best way for me to spin this. Because think about it, What is he? He's what? He's on the LA Times? Oh my God. Like, I, I'm not trying to... Like, this show is a show about terrible people. So I'm not trying to say, like, maybe he's just not that great a person. Here. Mean, he's found we, a way to make it How can make he make it the one person
0: that we've been looking at as potentially decent, like, also be terrible? We don't know Leo's life. We don't. But, it, like, we, we get little things where, you know, like, for example, he's coming back To give Gene, like I can't remember the name of the thing that Gene wanted. That
1: whatever that meal is, yeah, he's doing some good things. But yeah, but like, it might even be like, okay, maybe he's not. I'm not saying he's a terrible person, but like, he's he's in that situation. It's like this is the narrative that the DA and whatever are going with. Mm. If I start saying no, it's not true. Where does that leave me? I'm next thing you know, I'm because if is either he didn't know or he knew and he like played along, yeah. Then that makes him what a co-conspirator. Cons- cool so it's like, oh, what is the best? What's the best thing to do here? Um, I don't think he definitely he definitely did not know before Gene shot him.
0: Yeah, of course not. But he could
1: also he could also believe that maybe Gene thought he knew and then he shot him. I don't think he believes that, but he can't. But say the, the
0: headline says, "I figured out," and so he shot
1: me. Yes, yeah, and I think they're trying to tell us that, like niggas lie in headlines all the time. Maybe okay, I think that's what, that's what I don't said, like, or maybe the interviewer you, that interviewed him took it out of context. To, to maybe, but also, with. also Leo is standing in front of the house in like a full-bodied picture. Like it's, he's not given an, an anonymous interview. He's yeah, yeah, like, no. on the front page of the LA Times, but like you like
0: know, twisting his words and stuff like to fit a narrative that idea has already spun.
1: Mm, yeah if we want to... I don't know. Maintain it, it's not that important, <laughs> but it
0: was just... It, when I saw that, I was like both like, oh, so I guess this is actually a thing. But at the same time, it's just like, yeah. But anyway, we can we can move on hmm. from that one because there's, there's... Yeah, no, but I don't think... I don't think,
1: I don't think you're wrong for pointing it out, but I also think like it's not a mistake that it's there in the show. No, like, no I think yeah. there's they're trying to say something and we it's up to us to take whatever we think they're trying to say. There are like five or six interpretations you can't use when they're definitely trying to say something. Um... Yeah, so Barry finds himself at the house, and I can't remember Fred Melamed's character's name, Gene's agent, but he tries to get him to turn himself in to save Gene, and Beohader does some, some fine acting work with his face, and then he tells Fred Melamed's character to bring to call the police. Does he finish saying he's going to turn himself in? Does he, does he finish the sentence? So, like, I, I
0: watched that scene right before, I watched that scene again right before we recorded. No, he didn't. Like, he was saying it, like, but the way, it, the way the bullet comes, it's clear that, like, Gene had already fired or decided to fire before, cause he's mm. saying it quietly to him, like, I'll turn myself, and then the bullet comes. So, like, the bullet hits, and he's, he's, like, reacting to the bullet as he's saying in. So, I don't think mm. Gene ever hears that he's going to turn himself yeah. in.
1: Yeah, because I've read an interview actually with Henry Winkler and they asked him, What would, what do you think Jane would have done if he heard Barry say that? And he was like, Yeah. He was like, Jane would have been the first person to call the police. Like, Jane is not going to sacrifice himself for that. Um, yeah, and then Barry, Bill Hader goes deep into his SNL bag and then he says, Oh, wow. And there is no reason a show should make me laugh out loud while the main character of the show is dying. I. Like the way I burst out laughing when he said, "Oh wow," and then they shoot him in the head. I was like, "Am I am I sick? Am I demented? Like mm-hmm. why am I laughing at this?" Because it was so twice. I watched the episode twice and I laughed out loud both sides. Because oh, I... wow, I... it's not like Beaudet knows what he's doing by saying yeah. "Oh wow" like that. Like because apparently the first time they shot the scene, there's like a longer thing where where Barry's like, "Oh, James, Mister Mister no, you don't you don't have to do this. You don't have to do something." He shoots him, oh. but he, obviously in second take he just says, "Oh wow," and i was just like, "That's that's very funny." I'm sorry, like it's just very funny if say your final words that's very funny and he doesn't say oh wow well, as Barry he says oh wow well, as a Bill Hader SNL character which is just, to me just funny I have nothing to say I apologise if, if I was meant to be solemn or somber but it was very <laughs> were, funny I mean for, for, the, for the rest of us we were
0: watching that thinking wow um, I think if I okay so here's, here's one thing I told you that I was very tired right the first mm-hmm. time I watched it I don't think I noticed the
1: festival that you went to what was it making, making you so tired Uh, nothing it
0: was just the fact that i got home so late because for some reason there was something with the Jubilee line yesterday i don't know so it wasn't running yeah so it was was very difficult to get home yesterday i had to uber in the end um but i don't think i noticed the part where sally for some reason i must have been distracted or something where sally and john had gone away so I saw, you know how there was like a mid season title, uh, a mid episode title card as well. I, I was, I was thinking about that. Like, why is there a mid episode title card? Is was there a mid episode like, title card? Yeah, there was random, like randomly. Um, it wasn't one on my screener. Oh, you watched it on the screener? No, I watched because it was already late. I just watched
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. But mm, there yeah, was. I'll check now TV. I because yeah. it wasn't on the screen. I'll check now TV because there there's a the point where it fades to black. Yeah. It was, it was on now TV, be-
0: though. Well, so maybe it wasn't supposed to be a script maybe it was just now to be putting in the barry like, yeah. mid, like huh. maybe but at that point i was like wait are they doing two alternate endings here where one where like there's a happy ending for barry and then and like um Very what's thinking? it called and barry just doesn't want to give himself up but then I was like, that doesn't mm. make sense. So I went back, and then I saw, like, again, like, okay, so, like, the reason he went looking for Sally, because that's what didn't make sense to me. It was like, wait, okay. why is he looking for, are they showing us what happened the day that Sally and John got kidnapped? Like, he knew to go there. No, oh, it doesn't okay, make sense. So I went back, mm-hmm. and then I saw that it was the morning after, and Sally and John had disappeared. And obviously, because of the conversation they had, he knew. So he did, like, that. that's one of the things I was also picking up on is, like, Again, the show reinforces that idea of acceptance and vengeance. Um, mm-hmm. Barry does not go there intending to turn himself in.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah.
0: But he eventually decides to make that decision. And like you said, you're finally, and I'm glad you are, you're finally feeling sorry for Gene, but the rules well, are reserved. sorry is, it's yeah. not that,
1: like, let's calm down. It's not that I'm, I'm not going to light a candle for Gene. It's Fair not enough. It's not, the rules have reversed deep. here, though, because now Gene does actually do something evil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and he does chase vengeance. I remember I think it was in episode season two where they're like, you know, he who pursues vengeance digs two graves. Um and that interview I think it's the same interview you read that I read, um, where Gene Gene is um, Heron Wickler is asked like who has the better ending? And they're like, Yeah, well, mm. Barry is dead, um, that's a bad ending, but Barry is also depicted as a hero. Whereas Gene is in prison for life, probably gets a yeah, beaten have- every day.
1: I have thought or at least questions on that which I think we're going to get to in a very quick second mm-hmm. because, yeah, it was, even before I read that interview, I was like, hmm, what's actually going on here? Uh, but before we get there, so, I think we can accept, like, obviously, we, again, like, obviously, Barry was about to say, I'll turn myself in, but like, yeah. he's Barry, like, he can literally find, he could have found a, a way reason in the next five minutes yeah. to, like, persuade himself that that's not the right thing to do. Like, he sees, he sees a blonde woman on the street is like, no, I have to go and find Sally. like. It, it, he's Barry. He's self-delusion. His middle name, like, he but can't at the same
0: time, at the same time, right there, if Gene isn't so consumed by vengeance, he has a way out. Because, like, like, like the agent says, "You're the only one who can save Gene." This is Gene's way out of this dark situation that he's found himself in, and he's so remorseful Well, not. Like, he's so sad and broken about, mm-hmm. like, you're even, you know, the, the camera work is there. I think it's the second time that we see Gene with an what, what looks like an opportunity to trigger one and take his own life. Um mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, he starts hearing Barry. And again, he's so take, driven by this rage that he inadvertently takes out his only way out as well and that's gene okay. resorting to being that bad person and he gets the consequence for that which is his way out is now gone uh,
1: well okay so I everything mean, you said 100 true but like my my wince was at the fact that like he didn't i don't know he's he, this is the l- least bad killing that the show has ever had maybe sally maybe when sally killed the tailor last 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 season but so that he said was very graphic it was graphic. No, I meant bad as in like morally justifiable. Oh. Know? Yeah. I can morally justify both I this and the last that. one. Yeah, least. I get what anyway, you're doing, though. So Gene, because I have in mind that Gene knew what he was doing. Like he knew he was killing Barry. Yeah. Of course. And obviously he didn't know that Barry was going to turn himself in. But again, we can call bullshit on that anyways. Um because I think he willingly in that moment risks his own freedom for what he considers justice. Yeah. So I think Gene in that moment makes a decision, makes a decision to to kill Barry and for what for in to finally avenge the one person that he's loved, like the one real thing that was that was that was consistent in his life, right? He finally avenges her murder, her death, her murder, and in the same vein risks his his freedom. Right, because Barry's the person that can vouch for him. So so I don't think my point is I don't think he was inadvertent. I think he knew what he was doing. But he probably saw it as the only decision he could make. I don't know. Okay, like, you know, in that like, sense,
0: I get what you mean. When I said inadvertently, I meant like he wasn't aware of the fact that Barry like in his head, obviously oh, yeah, Barry yeah, yeah. Barry is yeah, yeah. like Barry is the person that can save him. But he wasn't no. aware of the fact that Barry was now willing to save him. Is what yeah. I meant by inadvertently. Because like even Harry Wickler is like if if he knew that Barry was going to save him, he wouldn't have done that. But he, he did it. that and now he's in prison. Which yeah. you can say is unfair in that he's in prison for the murder of Janice. But he's hold on, also hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on to that. Just hold on to that thought two seconds. Just okay. keep it fresh in your bite because we're about to go there. So we cut from this pullout of Henry Winkler and, and dead, dead Barry. <laughs> we cut to like applause. We hear auditory applause, right? And mm. I'm thinking, oh, okay. Like it's applause for Gene. It's, it's kind of like a... Mirror version of episode one, I think, when we see Gene back at his class and people are applauding him. So it's like, oh, it's applause for Gene for, for catching Barry or whatever. And then what do we see? We see his protégé. His protégé is the one receiving the applause. And I think that was kind of like a twisted kind of fate or whatever. His protégé is the one getting the applause. Yeah. And she's a drama, high school drama teacher. So now we're years ahead, maybe five, six years in the future, maybe even a bit more, I don't know. But Sally is now a high school drama teacher um and she's shutting down invites for from handsome men for dates and she's this was real this was real to me this was when i was like sally i empathize with you her son tells her i love you and she replies with self-doubt in her own um creative work and i was like yes sally that is that is that's right that's the life that's the life of your creative somebody says i love you say well how was my work Was oh, it good was it good? Do you think people like to play? I don't know. So let's talk about Sally quickly and then we'll talk about the end of the we'll talk about the mask the mask collector and the end of the, the episode the season, the series. So Sally has always been a talented narcissist. Right. I think one thing about Sally is that she's always been good as an actor. I think that's something that we've always known. But she's also incredibly narcissistic. Right. Maybe even worse m- worse than than Gene. Because she always cared about the art, like she was pretentious in that way. She wanted to make good art. She didn't want to make the cupcake show with Dev Patel in the first scene or whatever. She wanted to make good art, but I think she wanted attention. She wanted. So I'm wondering. Maybe this is actually the best position for her. Maybe it's actually the best possible ending she could have had. Because like she gets to make art. It's high school drama. Like she gets to make good plays, and everybody seems to really like the plays. And since she gets she gets attention. Like the last thing we see is her staying at the bouquet, right? And it's almost there are various facial reactions going on with um uh, her face there so there are different things i'm sure you can pick different things of what she might feel in that moment but i think in that, moment, that might be the most peace she, will, she could have ever got if that makes sense i don't know what are you what from this are story
0: when from this story yeah perhaps mm-hmm. um I still don't know what her life is if, you know, eight years ago she never ran away with Barry or she never tried to steal that scene. Um, but yeah, maybe then, let's say, for example, let's rewind back to when she attempts to steal the scene from her protege then. Um, let's say she was successful and she becomes the movie star of that whatever, like Wonder Woman mm-hmm. meets Princesses of... she um, Shira Princess of Power meets, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um who does she become there? Does she kind of, you know, feel justified in her story? Yeah, like there. I don't think is she, she justified in her stories? Does she become more and more like... Both like Jean in the sense of being narcissistic, but also, um, you know, how aggressive she was with... um What's her name? Natalie. Was it Natalie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Natalie, how yeah. aggressive she gets That's with Natalie. Like does she become more and more like that? Is that how mm-hmm. she grows? So yeah, I kind of agree that, yeah. This is, in terms of her just making amends and being a better person and accepting to make impact on her local skill that works for her because like you said mm-hmm. she's still really good um and even when she used the abusive method that we discussed ever um, earlier Jane's method to teach she got a performance out of someone who genuinely could not act and mm-hmm. that person has now become the face of is, is that a, is that criticism of Galga but now she you have to assume that she's probably doing using better methods, and she's oh, still yeah, I mean, getting that, performances out of the high school children like the the yeah. the, the mm-hmm. teacher basically alludes that like yeah like he tries to get his students to support the theater come kids, watch it, yeah. which is a thing mm-hmm. in schools like people don't take it seriously, but he's like saying, but these kids are actually good, which is mm-hmm. like kind of like a testament to how good she is as a teacher so yeah, in a sense it is good um to see that she takes that path um. I don't know if it's the happiest she could have been, but I think it's the happiest she could have been with the story she had up to that point where she didn't succeed with stealing the role.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I honestly think it's way before that, man. I think if she succeeds and gets that role, I, think she, I don't think she has a good life because she's still going to be hunted by the Taylor killing. I don't think she ever gets the opportunity to like genuinely be remorseful out of everything mm. she's done. I think she needs to go through those eight years and whatever to get to that point. I think the only way she has a better life is maybe if she never like starts dating Barry. So like <laughs> that's what I mean. But like, even as the that story probably, Yeah, generally, I genuinely think that from the moment from season one, everything that happened from season one, this is the best possible ending her life could have had. Because even then, let's forget that pre I mean, pre-season one, she did have some kind of traumatic backstory. It wasn't obviously this, but it was something. Yeah. And she was able to work through that through her experiences with Barry. Maybe she would have on our maybe she wouldn't have Oh, I don't know. But yeah, I don't think. I think if we stop, or whether if we start at that point after Barry's in jail and she's working with the acting student, I don't think her life is fulfilling. I think yeah, at that point like, she probably depressed. she becomes rich. She, maybe she gets to parlay that into doing some of her the art work that she wants to do, like the arty, arty stuff. Maybe. Well, I don't know if she would be settled. I don't know if she ever settled. Because she needed to do, like, personally. Personally, she would be great. But personally, she had to go through all those things yeah. to get and to where like, she
0: was. And, so. teach people altruistically. Because, like, ultimately, you see that her teaching is still, okay, let me do what Jean did. This is her new mm. method to find fame. And the moment she has an opportunity to steal a role, she does that. So, I think she would have been that teacher that isn't really that doesn't really have the best interests of like their students at heart like they're doing it for themselves mm-hmm. whereas now she's probably doing like she's doing it for herself but with the students in mind now
1: yeah i'm just thinking now not that you said while you were speaking were like one on once on stage and i think when she's talking to the ap i think said bio teacher or whatever she praises the students like she gives them praise like she says uh-huh. they're good she says that it's all on them which is very unlike previous sally i'm very very unlike gene so it's just like maybe she actually has has grown i don't think she's i think i don't think she's perfect i don't think she's in utopia i think there's still something back of my mind is like yeah she's probably still wonders like, the life
0: she could have had
1: 100 yeah uh okay let's talk about the end of this the show so um john who is now older played by Jaden Martel, who people might know from he was with the kid in knives out um, where else I know him from? I think he was on the Defending Jacob show with Chris Evans. I haven't seen that, but yeah. I haven't so seen like, it, but apparently he was in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant it as in the Defending Jacob. Oh anyway. No, I haven't um, seen that either, <laughs> so he and his friend are going to watch the movie, which is taking a very long time to make because like that's a long time to make one movie. But I guess when they want things to die out. Probably waiting or... for the trial and everything to
0: finish. Or it could have just been like, because obviously he, just
1: he's just old, fair, yeah. Fair, like, maybe, maybe he just yeah. hasn't watched it because his mom just he never hasn't let watched him it watch years. it. Fair enough, yeah. Um, yeah, because they're watching it at, at, at home and aren't they? So, The Mask Collector, which I, th- I think is an incredible title, I just <laughs> think it's an incredible title for the film Mask Collector. Uh, obviously, that, that refers to, to Gene because Gene calls earlier this season, no, last season that like he was a mask collector. Oh yeah. So we see. Fair enough. Yeah. So I think obviously refers to mask collecting as an acting masks mm. and also like <laughs> killing people and taking their faces. Um. So we see a version Warner, Bros- Warner Brothers version of Barry Seasons one to four. Um. We're not going to go through all of that because obviously that's a whole different podcast. But I think the important part is how it ends. Right. Mm. We are given the title card saying that Gene is serving life. For the murders of both Janice Moss and Barry, and that Barry was given a veteran's funeral with full honors. That was when I was like, "This is this is a really dark ending. This is this is so fucked up, Bill Hader. This is such a fucked up ending." Because I'm like, so I don't know. So a couple of months back, a month sorry, a couple of episodes back, right? I would have said that Jane would have hated this result. Because I thought he was changed. But now I'm not even sure. I don't know what Gene's feelings would be about this. Because like we alluded to earlier. And I'll let you speak now. Um, He. I don't know how to put it. Like, Actually what what, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on, on, this, on this ending? Let's start with Gene. Let's focus on Gene first.
0: Like you said it was dark. Because your immediate thing is. This is cruel. Gene is in mm-hmm. prison for stuff he didn't do. But then you, they, they, they they're very careful to remind you that it's for the murders of both Janice and Barry, which he did do. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's where I was coming to then where I was like, at the end of the day, it's an ending that you might feel he doesn't deserve, but it's still his pursuance or his pursuit of vengeance is still what lands him in prison which Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. he murdered someone and he gets the consequences of that unfortunately for him he also gets tagged on with other consequences that weren't necessarily his fault but are part of the story and now he has to take the rap for all of that um but in his head he probably feels like you know what is justified i i get to kill the guy who Mm -hmm. killed the person i love um and i'm okay with that and i live that way and that's just his life now um whereas barry on the other hand as much as Barry, throughout the series, never quite understood what it meant to redeem yourself, But you argue then that in the moment where he, like, calms down, realises Sally and John are not there? Because when I was watching this, I originally thought that he was saying that in case Sally and John were there to, like, impress them. Like, maybe, because now he's not real or maybe they weren't even there. He's now realised, okay, they're not there, but, so Sally is gone but maybe if Sally sees me turn myself in, she would like understand and want, like she'll, would, she'll would see that I'm better, you know, like Sally mm-hmm. will see that I'm better. And maybe, you know, when I'm finally out of jail, we can be that family again that I saw. Um, maybe that's a thing that he was holding on to. That's how I saw it the first time. But when I was thinking about it, and I was like, was he in that moment genuinely deciding? to turn himself in not in a mechanical way but genuinely believing okay i have i still don't see that he could have possibly just flipped the switch and suddenly understood how redemption is actually earned but let's say he was um then is that the reason that technically he also gets not a good ending? like he still dies he still has to deal with the consequences of his actions in that his destruction of the lives of everyone around him i.e hank fuchs well maybe not fuchs gene especially um Mm -hmm. brings about that gene kills him and gene's the one to end him which is why the oral works on so many levels um but gene kills him he's accepted that but in his death he gets seen as a hero is that sort of like uh this person picked to be good at the end and so they got a somewhat good ending or is it just like it's just more of Gene's punishment that he gets to see that Barry is still exonerated as, or whatever the word is, as a hero. Because remember, mm. Barry said, uh, Gene said at the start of the season, when, or not, at the start of this time jump, when they offered him the movie, he's like, I will not allow you to kind of like create Barry into this hero. And that's. Eventually, what exactly that's exactly what happened. So it's more of Jean's punishment for picking vengeance than Barry's reward for at least at the very end trying to be better.
1: I'm going to start with Barry and i to walk back to Gene because lots of things you said. Yeah, I was you talking. made a lot of point. No, no, you made a lot of good point. I think Barry was in that moment about to really say, I had myself in. But he could have been doing it for him as part of the mechanical thing. Like, he thinks to hand himself in will result into redemption or whatever. But I think, which is why I asked you before when I was saying that line, I think it's very intentional that the show doesn't let him say it. The show doesn't give him a chance to attempt redemption. Like, we know he's going to say it, but he never says it, right? He's shot before he says it. So, for all intents and purposes, he never really, like, starts that journey. So, we don't even, whether, whatever reason, whether it was genuine or it was part of his mechanical formula. He just never says it. But, because I, I remember my I note that he got his redemption, right? Uh, he got his redemption in the form of the one thing that only ever gave him sense of purpose since he left the army, which is movies, acting, film, right? Like, he got his redemption. And to be honest, we've seen that that's probably, that probably lasts longer than the truth. Like if Obviously, the truth, everybody believes that this is the truth, but if it wasn't, the widely believed truth, what is unfair will probably last longer because that's what people will believe is mm. the truth. So, so in my head, was like, I, I was like, hmm, would Barry be happy with this ending? Because he got his redemption in the end through a movie. It's all bullshit. And everybody that's everybody involved knows it's bullshit. But I think he would have been happy, which is, which is why I was like, this is kind of a really dark ending because, yeah, he dies, but he kind of wins. In death, yeah. yeah. I obviously I kind of shudder using that word because I don't like using that word in terms of this. But like, yeah, it's like, did he, did he win here? Like, he he got his redemption. He didn't get it. He didn't get to when he was alive. And depending on what your thoughts are, the afterlife, maybe he never knows that he got the redemption. But like, his memory got the redemption. And like, his son, his son, like you mentioned earlier, like, how much does his son actually know? Because his son has his smile. So is his smile like? My dad was a piece of shit, but at least people will remember him that way. Won't or remember was... him that way, or was the smile like? Oh, my dad was. These a guys don't know what they're doing. Yeah, like so. It's like, what does that smile mean? Is it does he know the truth, and is like, well, at least people will not know that as the truth, or does he think that that's the truth? Um, I yes, actually, I don't
0: know. I don't know, and I think they love. La- they obviously leave that open on purpose Mm -hmm, of course it works. but we
1: don't want to be told
0: yeah i like the idea that he knows the truth because it supports the idea that sally is growing because we see sally Mm -hmm. start to break down those walls of lies in that episode so you have to assume that at some point maybe she does tell him exactly what really went down um Mm -hmm. maybe not maybe as he grows older
1: she tells him more and more but like Mm -hmm. yeah it's fine. I mean he for one knows that that's not how that's not how he was saved. Yeah. <laughs> so he knows that part is not true. Yeah. Um and then Gene. So Gene's ending is like this. He he obviously gets justice. And he gets a movie made about him. But he spends life in prison. And in that movie, he's it as the villain. No, so I don't know, like uh, I guess the the right thing to assume is that he wouldn't be happy with 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 the ending and with the film and everything. Yeah. But But can we say that for certain? Can we say that? And you're you're fixing this vengeance thing, which is fair enough because I think it's more like
0: it's the idea that Gene being Gene probably isn't happy Mm. that the world thinks he did something he didn't do, for sure. Mm. But it's there's a satisfaction or maybe an anger in because, like, after he kills Barry, the camera pans to him for a bit, right? Mm hmm. Is he in that moment realizing, oh no, what have I done? Or is he feeling no. just, exactly, he feels justified.
1: I, I think, I think he's feeling justified, he's feeling, he's feeling numb, he's feeling nothing. So, so it's possible that he's in prison and he doesn't care exactly. about whatever is being said he's, about he's him. He's like, he's done. He's, he's like, done he's, his part. He's, Yeah, he's just
0: done, he's okay. Like, the world can do whatever they want, they can make their movie, they can make their millions, but he's not involved. The one thing he did care about, was honoring Janice and he has done that by avenging her death because he took care of the person because oh yeah I was going to mention this because in a sense it's shocking when Jean does that because of how it's shot like pun intended Mm -hmm. yes but like how it's filmed or Mm -hmm. whatever but at the same time we should have known that Jean wanted this revenge because Jean shoots Leo thinking Mm -hmm. it was Barry shoots Mm -hmm. twice as well barry wouldn't have known this because barry wasn't there when leo was shot but as Mm. viewers we should have known that the second gene finds himself in front of barry he's going to shoot barry it feels like something we should have known but that's something i only picked up on on the second watch because i remember yeah like he did shoot leo meaning he was ready to kill because he 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 shot leo and then he said fuck you or something like that like (laughs) he was that angry with barry So in a sense, it was something he was always going to do. So while Barry himself was maybe apologetic, maybe ready to turn himself in, or maybe trying to find redemption by doing the step of turning himself in because he's now been told Mm -hmm. that that's what he needs to do. Gene is still fueled by rage. And that's why I'm hanging on on this vengeance because that's something that has driven Gene for a very long time. And now because of that, they've now made the movie only this time. Gene is the main character. But he's the villain and Barry is the hero. And this cat mm-hmm. and mouse between student and teacher is now reversed. And yeah, like, like you said, Barry wins in a sense. He wins mm-hmm. the cat, oh, he wins the cat and mouse or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, yeah. it, it it's like I said, it's just a dark end
1: because there's no, yeah, like, there, like, there are no yeah. real winners. Yeah, I don't know. I thought this was a really good Barry episode maybe a good series finale but i'm also like i'm someone who's i'm really trying to like i don't think we should hang too much on series finales as episodes
0: you think there's a spin-off
1: in the way some of the characters have no no well no 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 i don't think i think bill Hader is way too busy he has more things on his mind he has things he wants to do no i just mean i don't like the thing of like a show has been so good and then we're like you have to stick the landing. Otherwise, we invited everything that you've done in the past fifty episodes. I'm like, no, come on. So, I don't think this is the best episode of Barry ever made. No, but I like I. I don't know. I love Barry, and I think it was a great ending. So I get what you mean because I was going to ask if you felt like they stuck the landing. So, like in terms, I I think they had a great episode. I think it made sense. I don't think it's the best episode of Barry like then people going to the finale seems to be the best episode of the show but I'm like no that's that's, um, that's really no, unfair no, there will that's
0: always be episodes that will be task. like greater than yeah. the pilot or the finale I think it, it's like, I'm not, of, I am not coming out. do you see the episode like a positive end like to me personally I like Miss Maisel's finale right I don't know how, well, I, I, seen seen I haven't seen I haven't seen how people that. reacted to it yet but like I saw someone tweet earlier that they didn't like the way the season was going and I was like huh, oh, interesting but um, Or you could have a finale that's more, like, very divisive. Like, some people loved How I Met Your Mother, the way it ends. I'm one of those people that absolutely detest the ending. Those, those last two episodes, we can just pretend it never happened, and it ends. Yeah, but that's,
1: okay, so that's my point. I don't, like, there are clear flaws with the final season of How I Met Your Mother. I have rewritten that season so many times in my head. But I still rewatch How I Met Your Mother so many times. Like okay, yeah. I run just randomly watch random episodes, even though I don't like the final season. Like so, like I don't. I don't think. I don't think a final episode, a final season, is more. But like a final episode should change how we feel about it. Yeah, sure. yeah. Unless well, it's Game of Thrones. Final thoughts on Barry. Ooh. um. Final thoughts.
0: One, you were wrong about the last shots. Um, I know you said like obviously things can change in editing, but you did tell us a yeah. little scoop. Uh, maybe well, I, so
1: I think. I think Winkler probably meant it was probably the final scene shot. I'm assuming that was the final shot. I'm assuming they shot all the oh, like I thought you were about John to give us like before
0: the excuse that maybe the final shot, like Winkler, was trying to be cheeky and so tell us the final the final shot was the no, final no, no, gun no, no, shot. No. No, um, no, I
1: think I think they probably shot that all, that that scene last, and they shot mm. the John stuff a bit earlier because obviously it's winter, so they probably shot it even before. Maybe um, yeah, but I was like, but yeah, was I it, it gone shot? Because technically, the final shot was actor gene. But either way it's still
0: Gene. But no, that. Um there was something you touched on as well about obviously like it's not a question of whether you stick a landing, but many shows have attempted to have that trifecta of redemption, consequences, and justice. Um and I feel like a part of Barry and Gene's ending brings me back to and even Sally's when we're talking about characters accepting who they are. And when Sally says the only way to really be redeemed is is to own up to your actions um you bring you back to like i can't really remember the specifics of the ending or bojack Horseman, but i remember that he had bojack uh, am i spoiling bojack like he still had to accept that he had done what he had done even if he had become a better person he still had to like mm-hmm. go yeah, through. yeah 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 and like some like it was just one of the things that i picked up on that the show seems to like the show found its own version of making sure that the characters in a sense, get what they deserve or what they're looking mm-hmm. for um based on the choices that they've been making all along Um, while walking that fine line of you can't exactly escape consequences, but consequences are things that happen. Um, But your redemption has a lot more to do with who you are now, like that internal struggle. What have you learned from your situation? Because, for example, Gene has probably reached the person that he is and he's okay with that and the consequences are now just outside his world and he's just like i've done what Mm -hmm. i've done um and other people are moving on like you can't escape consequences but you can redemption is possible it just is not something you can put in place of consequences in a sense
1: that makes a lot of sense and on that note i will wrap it up i don't think (laughs) i can i don't think i can I can one up that. Um Wow. Yeah, thank you everyone. Please look out for our other episodes and finales this week. Succession will be out now. Um, till last will be out later in the week. And I don't know. I'll figure out some stuff. I don't know what we're gonna do next week and going forward, but we have some ideas. Yeah, so many um, do a yeah, Dave, look, do a you. rundown of Dave. Yeah, I haven't even like the last Three months I've been so busy. Like I haven't not touched Dave at all. I yeah, mean, I, I didn't even know it, it it skipped my mind, but I watched it um, this past weekend. The great the great came dropped his season and just left and I haven't even touched that. So yeah, I've so I have to catch up But Uh Jeremiah, thank you for the season of Barry. And Thanks for, for having sticking me sticking with us. Um yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Um yeah, join us next week when we'll be covering more T V with Oscar Winner. Daniel Kaluuya. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.